This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Biomega Fish Oil from Biotics Research. For over 40 years, Biotics Research has been providing the highest quality supplements, surpassing industry standards. Biomega Fish Oil contains therapeutic doses of vital omega-3s in the triglyceride form, which is highly bioavailable. Biotics Research ensures maximum purity and freshness by managing their fish oils from catch to capsule, verified by rigorous independent testing. For more information, go to drhoffman.com slash bioticsresearch. That's drhoffman.com slash bioticsresearch for Biomega fish oil. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's our weekly Q&A with Layla, wherein we answer your questions. Your questions come to us via radio program at aol.com. You never know what kind of questions are going to come up. They may be pertinent to you or to a loved one, so yes, keep listening to our weekly Q&A with Layla. Okay, this comes from Bonnie. I just came back in from doing some errands and listening to the podcast from February 13, where I heard you refer to a new injectable obesity drug as a game changer. I was hoping you may re- revisit this topic on a later podcast and include how a functional medicine doctor treats obesity from an integrative holistic perspective. I'm sure this drug will be quite expensive and will have side effects, but what concerns me is it just seems like another silver bullet solution to a problem that's multifaceted. But when it becomes available, would you see yourself? Very well said, very well said. Can you see yourself actually prescribing it if it becomes available? Okay, so what we're talking about is semaglutide, Mm. uh, which is one new iteration, relatively new iteration, because it's been around for a while, um, of what are called uh, human glucagon-like peptides, or GLP-1 medications. The fat-burning hormone-ish. Right. Right. So glucagon Mm -hmm. is something which opposes insulin, naturally, Mm -hmm. um, brings blood sugar down, but unlike many Many diabetes medications have the side effect that they make you put on pounds. Yeah. Uh, so they bring your blood because sugar down. They're caught. They're 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 taunting taunting your pancreas to secrete more insulin. Right. So insulin is a fat storage right, hormone. Right. Which brings your after, blood sugar down. Which it, yeah. Exactly. So, after. So this actually kind of uh, works to push back against the insulin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. One of the, actually, I, there's an interesting history behind these things. These are actually pioneered after the study of Gila monster venom. Oh. Gila monster venom is very uh, painful, can kill you, uh, but sometimes the study of these molecules can yield a true scientific breakthrough. So um, there have been medications uh, of this type. Mm-hmm. And one that's popular is Trulicity. You see a lot of, uh, yeah. but Trulicity is not semaglutide. But it, it may be that they just haven't done the study. That it generally that they say is that these things help you lose weight. Yeah, and they decrease appetite. Uh, semaglutide is marketed under the brand names Ozempic. Oh, oh, oh Ozempic. Right. You hear that commercial? Ho, ho, ho! It's magic. Right. My pilot. Yeah. Yes. How much the they 70s. pay for that song? I don't, I don't know. Uh, these, these but I think that was a one-hit wonder, that band, Pilot. Oh, I'm Pilot. not sure. Pilot was the name of the yeah, band? Pilot, okay. Yeah, Pilot, So they bought the song. Maybe they got it like you know, a bargain price. No idea. And, okay, so, and then Rebelsis. I don't think they have a jingle yet. Uh, and these are used for type 2 diabetes, not type mm-hmm. 1. So you mm-hmm. have, the being that the majority of 
type 2 diabetics need to lose weight, it's kind of neat. Yeah. So now uh, they haven't given this a label authorization for simply overweight people. It just happens to be that if you have type 2 diabetes, you can get it and you can get it covered as a, you know, as a prescription medication because it's pretty expensive. It's an injectable medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, its its duration of action is, is quite long. It's about 70 hours. So wow. you take, I guess you take a weekly injection. And um, it... Um, I was reading the side effects of Saxenda. Okay. I said, or, and I, I was, it's, it's really something, pancreatitis. Always pancreatitis with these medications. Not that they always cause, but that's, yeah. always, that's a big problem. That's painful, pancreatitis. Yes, and devastating, yeah. Renal impairment. Right. And suicidal thoughts. Oh, okay. These are the three that jumped out at me. Okay. Well, I'll pass. Uh, <laughs> you know, there may be a risk-benefit equation there right. that for some people, uh, you know, I think we do have one of our diabetic patients who uh, was quite overweight, and we sent him to an endocrinologist. I think they put him on one of these types of medications, yes. and he's doing better. Right. Uh, he is losing weight and he's normalizing his blood sugar. But of course, yeah. you know, we're also doing these other things along with it. So I don't have any problem with somebody who really needs it for uh, strict blood sugar control. I sure. think, uh, I, will I prescribe it? I won't prescribe it. Yeah. Because I, I, I just don't uh, do that type of medicine anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll prescribe medications for patients, but I don't want to use um, a drug that has potential side effects as a panacea for a problem, which I think is... Um, essentially nutritional yes. and lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. But there are some people who cannot adhere choice. to our rigorous instructions, and maybe they should get the, yeah. you know, then they, they have to pay their money and take their chances with these medications. Yeah. Because that's yeah. The, that's their route to, uh, to, yeah. to uh, you know, avoiding. And some people just want medical management. I respect that. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to change your diet, you don't want to change your diet. This is what you could do, but... Keep in mind these types of side effects. You want to take all that into consideration. So you don't want to change. You, okay, want to, so you don't want to exchange one problem for a possible worse problem. So part of the question is, what do you what do you do with the patients when you're trying to get patients to lose weight? Uh, well, we have a very long talk about why they're gaining weight. If I think often, many people simply just want to know what to eat. So I tell them what to eat, and that's all they want from me. That's fine. I have to kind of read what they need. Right. And others want to know, but why? Why the does rationale. it work like that? Right. The rationale, well, here's what's happening when you eat this. Mm-hmm. This is happening. Oh, mm-hmm. so the next time you taste this on your taste buds that taste sweet, you have to think to yourself, well, this is going to make my blood sugar go up and then my insulin, mm-hmm. and then my insulin's going to keep me in fat storage mode for so the next several so hours. Do it, I really want that? So the, the, it's kind of like the first type is like give a man a fish and he'll eat yeah. for a day. Uh, teach a man how to fish and he'll fish for life. In sure. other words, uh, give them the understanding and you know just the conceptual yeah. framework to see what's going on. Right. Now, the problem is is that we don't eat with our brains. Right. I mean, if we ate rationally all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. you know, it's an aesthetic experience. It's emotionally involved. And it's also involved yeah. in, you know, intense... Well, we do eat with our brains in our sense that the primitive part of our brains, the craving part of our brains. Yes. So, you know, that's the, that's the challenge, is how do we that overcome that? Well, the thing is that the, the, those cravings is also what we call false hunger. Mm-hmm. They're there for a reason. They are true. They're, they are physiologically there. It's not something made up. It's not about 
a willpower thing. It's there because of the unstable blood sugar but, and or people, the but people, hyperinsulinism. People have a broken thermostat. That's true. Know. That we got to fix the thermostat right. by changing what we put in, and that's really. And yeah. generally, our tool is via a low-carb diet. Yeah, 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 yeah. People don't believe in the beginning that their cravings will diminish. Mm -hmm. But then they do it, and they realize, wow, I'm not hungry anymore. It's already 3 o'clock. I forgot to eat lunch. Mm -hmm. That's completely different from how they lived so much of their lives of starving for lunch by 10.30 in the morning because they had a bowl of cereal at 7 a.m. Right. Or something like that. So, I mean, so, I, I wish we could offer you're some... Fixing the bio, we're fixing the biochemistry. So we, it, I wish we had some like magic panacea, like semaglutide injections, you know, to hasten. Our, but you know, we don't hold ourselves out as a weight loss place. No, we're not. No. And because I, I mean, like weight loss to be a side effect. Right. Most patients are coming to us with much more serious conditions, whether it be heart disease, diabetes, autoimmunity, right. other uh, other things um, that they could use a little weight loss too. That becomes a nice little side effect, right? Of getting everything else right. Yeah, and I think especially how they feel. So you know, our first question is: Are you are you feeling better? Mm -hmm. Are you you know mm -hmm. more energetic? Yeah. You know, are your pains or complaints? Are your pains or complaints alleviated? Did your condition go into remission? Right. And oh, by the way, yeah. I jumped on a scale and I noticed I'm like 18 pounds lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, look at my, I don't fit in the, these clothes anymore because they're too loose. Right. Exactly. That kind of a thing. So, Bonnie, thank you for that question. <clears throat> Good point at which to pause and allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share this vital information with you. Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky, over-the-counter, or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hopp with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. So back to our questions. We have one from Marianne. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. Your recent guest recommends glutamine, as many others do, for gut health. Is this the same as L-glutamine? Yes, it is, Marianne. Glutamine, L-glutamine. We just say glutamine for short, if you will, right? Right. Also, I've heard that glutamine is is a preferred fuel for cancer. Well, that there's there is some truth to that. Is that mm -hmm. uh, if if someone has active cancer? Yeah. Uh, we may forego glutamine. Right. On the other hand, um, I mean, look, it's like it's a two-edged sword because it does help mm -hmm. uh, cell growth and regeneration. Yes, it does. And the gut is involves the cells in the gut 
uh, turn over very quickly, and mm -hmm. they're very they have they're hungry for, for nutritional support. Yeah, and one of the ways they get nutrition is the usual way is through glucose that comes to the bloodstream. But another way they get nu uh, nutritional support is they have the ability to take glutamine and uh, use it as a, as a substrate for energy production and right. survival. So when we want to regenerate intestinal cells, we'll use glutamine. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, cancer cells also have that aptitude of using glutamine. Yeah. And they use, they use whatever is at hand. They use sugar. You know, sugar feeds cancer. Glutamine feeds cancer. Yeah. Um, so we would forego glutamine, but that doesn't mean glutamine gives you cancer. Exactly. Because Marianne's asking, what is a safe yet effective dose for gut health considering that many people have yet an undiscovered or slow growing cancer, which we don't want to inadvertently feed? Right. So the answer is... <laughs> I know there are many integrative practitioners that don't like to go above, in a cancer patient anyway, 4,000 okay. milligrams. So you don't want to give somebody maybe 10,000 milligrams of glutamine. Right. Or, it, but what about for chemotherapy side effects, like the neurological side effects? Glutamine is helpful for that. That's true. And glutamine, also a lot of people have GI side effects. They have intestinal, yeah. they get colitis, like mm -hmm. or radiation enteritis. Yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, I would use glutamine mm -hmm. in a patient who's getting radiation to the uh, pelvis mm -hmm. for uh, uterine cancer because mm -hmm. it... it what has happened, and we've had some patients who, who before we saw them, got this. Yeah. They got radiation enteritis. They got colitis mm -hmm. from the radiation because it was supposed to be directed at the uterus, yep. but instead, you know, penetrated uh, to the adjacent uh, uh, colon and rectum, mm -hmm. uh, the lower in part of the large intestine. Um, and so I think glutamine is excellent for preserving yeah. the colonic cells when they're stressed by chemo or especially radiation. Yes. Will that make the cancer grow? Well, in theory, let's assume that it does make the cancer grow. Under the growing cancer cells are more vulnerable to chemo and radiation. Mm. So we'd stop the glutamine, you know, shortly it's after. It's like let them in the gate to the palace so the soldiers can kill them all. That's a... Like that. that the that glutamine is, or the soldier, soldiers. Right. That's, a, that's, a, that's a, not a bad... <laughs> analogy. You just thought that up on the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, it's one of those kind of, it's not an absolute. You want a Goldilocks it's not an, dose. It's, of, it's not an it's, absolute. It's, it's, it's where we would use the glutamine for a limited time for therapeutic benefits. Yeah. And, um, you know, which outweigh the theoretical risk that might cause the cancer to mm -hmm. grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, glutamine, interestingly, is also one of the essential amino acids for glutathione. Ah, okay. So that it, part of its benefit could be to help the body generate glutathione. Usually we use cysteine or N-acetylcysteine as yeah. a pre... So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that question. Oh, we've got one from Carrie. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. Can you please give me some tips on how to regulate my 12-year-old son's Raynaud's condition? He gets blisters on his hands and his feet are purple. Ooh. Any supplements or nutritional he, support? I would make sure that he has had a workup for some kind of autoimmune condition, you know, that he doesn't have... Uh, Isn't Raynaud's it, autoimmune? Well, it, Raynaud's... Um, there, there's Raynaud's as a symptom and then there's Raynaud's disease okay. uh, as a manifestation of a, of a, you know, like a scleroderma or something like that. Okay. Um, 
and I think that sometimes Reynolds is a clue to underlying autoimmunity, mm-hmm. uh, unusual in a young child, but possible. So you know, get it checked out. Yeah. Uh, the uh, you know pediatric rheumatologist, but an ordinary pediatrician should be able to run the tests, to rule that out, and then you know I would give the child uh, lots of omega three, mm. because omega three, uh, it it's, I mean, it's Less a it's an antifreeze, it's oh, an antifreeze for yeah. for that's it, it comes from animals that live in cold waters, yeah. uh, because if you think about it, you know like a lot of things you put them in the freezer, and they just turn solid. Like, don't put your olive oil in the refrigerator because then you won't be able to pour it. Yeah. Um, if you put fish oil in the freezer, it's it's like, you know, winter grade motor oil. Mm. You know, it's gonna it's gonna still pour mm-hmm. at very cold temperatures, and it they thereby may assist the uh, you know circulation. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, uh, will he have this for life? No, we'll probably grow out of it. That's, that would be good. Yeah, you know, because Great. one of the things that, that helps, especially little boys, and maybe makes it less likely that boys develop autoimmunity, mm-hmm. uh, although men can, is uh, testosterone. And at puberty, mm-hmm. he is likely to... I mean, autoimmune diseases of that type are about, you know, five times more prevalent in women. Um, yeah. But can occur in men. Yeah. I wonder why that is. That is fascinating. Carrie, wow. All right. Best of luck to you and, 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 and that son and of yours. And consider magnesium, too, because magnesium? magnesium is a vasodilator. Okay. Um, some people used to use, like, niacin because, you know, people get red and they vasodilate when they take niacin. Mm-hmm. The other thing is just consider nitric oxide. You know, mm-hmm. like, like uh, you know, kids don't like beets, so, you know, give them beet powder or beet pills. Yeah. We like the Berkeley... Um, the nitric oxide, the Berkeley... Berkeley nitric oxide. Yeah. It's available on Fullscript, which mm-hmm. is our online dispensary. Uh, you could try that because that is a vasodilator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, Carrie. We have one from Karen. Dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, I recently had a nuclear stress test because of an abnormal regular exercise stress test. I was going to throw one more thing. Is arginine yeah. sometimes is a nitric oxide... Oh. Oh, arginine. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Sometimes. Okay. We we okay. used to have something, a product was an arginine product. It was called... Uh, Profusia. Beautiful. Oh, my God. See, it, it's... Well, act- how did I remember that? It's... I- it's it, together, we actually have a brain. Yeah. You know, we're <laughs> yeah. like sort of like running on half power here on jet lag <laughs> right, and everything. Right. But it's, together, you yeah. know, it's like, I can't remember, you, you and vice versa. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I remember that. Perfusia, which perfusion, is really yeah. says it. You know, it mm-hmm. helps with perfusion. Mm-hmm. So that's why maybe that's a product that could help. It's not harmful probably for a young child. Sure. One contraindication is somebody who has a lot of frequent herpes outbreaks or uh, yes, cold it sores. Yes, virus. Yeah. It could be, yeah, it, 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 it probably is not a good idea to feed a lot of arginine to someone like that. I also want to say something else to Carrie and just to rule out things that that might be very very obvious and i apologize if they are make sure his socks and shoes aren't so tight if his feet are purple i don't know okay some people wear socks that are too snug okay you know your socks shouldn't leave a ring around your ankle after you take it off of you're cutting off circulation even even in a young boy i think that would also be important with raynaud's so all right 
From Karen, I recently had a nuclear stress test because of an abnormal regular exercise stress test. I didn't learn, I didn't learn enough about it beforehand, and I recently looked it up and saw that it's pretty high in radiation. Is there anything I could do now to detox or mitigate any future possible damage? Or should I just take it for what it is and move on? Well, you know, it, it, the radiation from those kind of procedures is transient. Yeah. It's not like, uh, like a residual like lead or mercury or something that accumulates in the yeah. body. And so the exposure, unfortunately, you had it. Uh, some people use a little more uh, free radical shielding, you know, take a little more NAC or something like that. Yes. Um, you know, at the time of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, build up glutathione, which is a defense. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're being going to be exposed to radiation, you know, if you were, they hand, they hand out uh, iodine pills, you know, near, I mean, they were very tardy in doing that around Chernobyl. Yes. But they were pretty on the case with that in Japan, yeah. you know, around the Fukushima disaster. But that's more for like an ongoing radiation exposure, mm -hmm. you know, that's like a radiation leak or something. Or um, This is just a, a hit of radiation. It's like I, it's shutting the barn door after the horse gets out. Yeah. Yeah. Karen, you'll be okay. Thank you for your very thoughtful question. Stay well. We have, uh, don't have a name here. No name. Yeah. Hello, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I'm on anti-anxiety meds, and they seem to blur my vision. This happens with all I've ever tried. This, so it's it, it's kind of like the old expression, like, I'm on so many medications, I can't even see straight. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Let's see. Whenever I wean off and stop, stop those meds, my vision clears up. Is there anything I could take that would help combat the blurry vision side effect? Well, so... Wow. Why, why do these anti-anxiety medications cause blurred vision? And the reason for that is probably that they interfere with the accommodation of the eye, mm -hmm. which is the way that the lens gets uh, influenced by your nervous system. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the lens of your eye, uh, you know, changes mm -hmm. configuration, um, you know, for near and far vision. And one of the reasons why people need glasses is the lens stiffens mm -hmm. and it doesn't have the ability to accommodate so much. Yeah. This is my precursory understanding of eye, uh, you know, visual dynamics. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the medications may cause blurry vision. I mean, other things can cause blurry vision, like uh, high blood sugar can cause, you know, vision to go out of kilter. And um, high blood pressure too, I think. Uh, possibly even high blood pressure medications, like you know. The, okay. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I, it's unfortunate that you're sensitive to those medications in that way. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, again, you know, what that, so <clears throat> what that argues for is a whole other issue, which is, you know, what about some natural anxiolytics so that you may not require as much medication and you could get some benefit from theanine, you could get some benefit from CBD perhaps, from additional yeah. magnesium. You could stabilize your blood sugar, that can be helpful. You were talking about inositol earlier. Yes, Yeah. it's a sedative. Yeah, inositol, we had a patient a, who was a, getting inositol mm -hmm. uh, for two reasons. One is she has uh, PC, uh, polycystic, polycystic ovarian syndrome, P yeah. PCOS, 
which for which inositol has been shown to be helpful, but she also has some degree of anxiety. Yeah. And so I said, let's kill two birds with one stone, and you know her uh, her symptoms are are better. So uh, I actually wrote, you know, I'm not a big, you know, science article writer. There's some people who've written hundreds of articles, scientific articles. I've written a handful, but one of them was a review of inositol, and you have to use pretty high doses of inositol to achieve that effect. Yeah. Not just 500 milligrams or even a thousand. You have to take like 10,000 powdered inositol, yeah. like a teaspoon. Yeah. Uh, not quite three or 10, four 000. times a day. You might get diarrhea at 10,000, but. Some. It's pretty well tolerated. It tastes rather sweet. It, yeah. yeah, it can have GI effects at mm-hmm. a certain point. But it's, um, mm-hmm. uh, it, inositol is a sugar alcohol, inositol. Mm. And so it's got a little bit of that laxative effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it is, and it's non-caloric. Yeah. So it tastes sweet and it's non-caloric. So it yeah. it, it, it it lends itself. The only problem was in in... Uh, I tried to market that as a, uh, a like a sachet, which had about three grams yeah. of inositol per individual sachet, and you would tear it open and you would you know add it to water and then drink it down. Mm-hmm. But you had needed to do it about three or four times a day. That's the problem with inositol. Mm-hmm. So it, it's you got to take a lot. Right. It can be somewhat and P five P can be anti anxiety. P five P yes. Uh, that's a form of mm-hmm. pyridoxin five phosphate which is a activated B6, has a bit of a sedating effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some of the other kind of natural chill pills that people can take? Magnesium, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, And the one that works in particular is the magnesium 3 and 8, which works in the brain more, Mm -hmm. which is where the anxiety Mm -hmm. originates. Um, So, you know, by taking some of those things, you may not be able to get off medication, but you're going to maybe reduce the need to be on so much medication that you yeah. get blurry vision. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I would tackle that. Yeah. Golly. All right. Hope you feel better soon. Don't keep going because we're out of time. <gasps> okay. We're out of time already? That just like flew by. Time flies when you're having fun. Yep. Hopefully it does for you, our listeners. So uh, we've got a couple in the mail bag, but we need to replenish it before next week. That should be no problem at the yes. rate we're getting questions. Mm-hmm. Radio program at AOL.com, the destination for questions. We'll be happy to tackle them as best we can with the, the minimum of digressions, although, I don't know. We like oh, dig- we could digress. We time. like digressions. And yeah. some of you actually enjoy our digressions. Okay. <laughs> so, thanks for listening. Thank you, Layla. Thanks, Dr. Hoffman. Have a great week. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. 
please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.